Welcome, everyone, to the Humble and Fred Thursday email show. Hello, Frederick. Uh, hello, Howard. Uh, another week has gone by and great reaction from our listenership. That's right. Uh, and who brings us this fine program each and every week? Well, that would be Bodog, the Chamber's Plan, the Retirement Sherpa. Yes, of course. Uh, Boron One, EBNet.ca, Stretch Lab, and our title sponsor, Palma Pasta. Over 38 years of delivering quality Italian food. Uh, four locations, as you know, one in Oakville, three in Mississauga. Go to palmapasta.com. Palma Pasta, Italian tradition, simply delicious. Let me uh, get rid of this right there. Yeah, it was funny. We had that conversation with our guest Carla Collins on the Wednesday show about you know some of the stuff we were you know joking about. And uh, strangely enough, uh, Gillian's Island did come up on the program, and I think there's an email at some point with some reaction. But let's get started with uh, your first email, Friedrich. Uh, subject matter, it's a small world after all. This is from uh, Eric Tremblay. Good friend, Eric, from, yep. uh, you know, out uh, Prince Edward County way. He says, hi, guys. Funny hi, story Remember, you got to pause after oh, the right, 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 Jesus. Right, right. Okay, do all it right. again. <laughs> hi, guys. Hi, guys. A funny story that shows how small the world is. Last week, I sent in a YouTube video of me at the big nickel in Sudbury while I was visiting the SPC nickel headquarters. Yes, we saw that. Uh, Today, I got this email from a former staff member, Sarah Reese, Hmm. that was on my team at Queen's University in Kingston three years ago. She says, hi, Eric. I came into the office after lunch today and saw my boss watching a video, and I said, hey, no way. That's my old boss, Eric. My company shares an office office with SPC Nickel, and I live in Sudbury now. Wow. Wow. Sarah works for Transition Metal Corps. A small world indeed, says Eric. You never know who's listening to and watching Humble and Fred. Oh, it is a small world, Eric. He says, take care, Eric, Hundy P since K-Rock, resting heart rate. Are you kidding me? 56 BPM? Wow, man. Wow. That's imp- all of that's impressive. Isn't it? Isn't it? <laughs> what the fuck? What kind of reading was that? And then he says... <laughs> Well, it's a great story. It's a small world after all. Uh, I mentioned that uh, we were talking about Gilligan's Island. And this comes from Richard Bullis. Subject matter, Gilligan's Island. And they see I say, hi, guys. And then I play that. Just listen to the... Why does that aggravate you so much? Just do it. No, I I know. I know. I know. I know. Hi, guys. Just listen. (laughs) Just listening to the three of you talk about the women on the island and answering the old question, are you a ginger or a Marianne kind of guy? Humble and Fred both said Marianne. Dan said nothing. Perhaps he's a secret. Mrs. Howell, fantasizer, would love to know. Gord bless, muchos lovos, which I'm not 100% sure is Spanish, but whatever. Uh, Rich. Nice. Nice, Richard. Appreciate it, man. Although, knowing Dan, I think he'd like to nail the professor. (laughs) Dan. Dan has a secret crush on the professor because of his intellect. (laughs) All right. Hi, guys. Thanks, Richard. Hi, guys. Hi, guys. Hi, guys. Subject matter, Ozempic fail. From Leanna Scott. Hi, guys. 
Hi, guys. Just listening to the Rich Tunes episode and the email you read about the overweight man who is taking Ozempic and has lost 40 pounds. My doctor put me on Ozempic for weight loss because I have a fatty liver disease, meaning just that. I have an excessive amount of fat in my liver. Anyway, I was on Ozempic for six months and... uh, I lost only seven pounds, but it was because I was nauseated all the time. That side effect never left me. So for me, Ozempic failed, capital letters, failed as a weight loss oh, modality. Uh, like everything else, anything else, medications, supplements, etc. It depends on the person taking it, their genetics, body makeup, etc. Also, you guys should look into getting a guest on the show who talks about Haze, healthy at every size, mm. and intuitive eating. Interesting. Yes, yeah, for sure. A very interesting perspective approach to healthy living rather than the depriva- uh, deprivation uh, diets, which include Noom, Atkins, etc., that are prone to weight rebounding. And we all have had that problem. I'm in the middle, love, of, in the middle of a rebound right now. Yeah, same here. Yeah. Love, love, love the show. Wow. Thanks, Leanna M. Scott. Well, that is great news. Um, I think somebody's about to deliver a FedEx package here. Hmm. Um, okay. Yeah, I, this Ozempic thing, he's, I know what I was going to say. My brother Steve, Edmonton Steve, has uh, reported recently that he's in the throes of fatty liver. I don't know what that means. He's got a fatty liver. And, of course, you know, me trying to joke around with him. I'm like, wasn't, <laughs> wasn't wrote back because he announced it on the brother's chat. I said, fatty liver? Wasn't he like an old uh, silent, you know, picture star? And I'm fucking being an idiot. Okay, hang on a second. I got to go get this. Don't go away. Here, talk. Do some talking. What? Well, the next one, and one thing I will say, one thing I will say, Ozempic has become a a very popular subject on the show, not only through us talking about it, the reaction we have gotten to um, Ozempic and that form of weight loss, which a lot of people think is cheating. All right. You know, I don't know, you know, something like Ozempic, if you have a fatty liver, I don't know if it's... It's going to help that. It's overall fat that that works on. Yeah, but everybody everybody has their issues. Yeah, but it's a medication for fatty liver, not to uh, help you lose weight. Yes, that's what she said. She she took it for fatty liver disease. It wasn't it wasn't weight loss for your liver to lose weight. Oh, okay. Yeah, I get it. Right. Anyway, let's move. It is. Let's move on. You can do spot loss like that. Anyway, go ahead. Um, This is from Larry Hall. Subject matter, Gilligan's Island. Hi, guys. Hi, guys. And you had referenced this on the show the other day. I once read that. He says, I once read. This is where it came from. Larry Hall. I once Mm -hmm. read that the Howells only used the minnow to get to another ship, which is why they had so much luggage. But again, we debunked that because it's ridiculous how much luggage they had. Um. I just, you know, all of this came from like a 50, I literally, I didn't even see the whole episode. Mm-hmm. I just saw 50, the last 15 minutes of an episode and I just how cheesy and weird it was and how, you know, they had, so her regular eyebrows were where they were supposed to be, but they had makeup on them. And then she had just had like pencil thin eyebrows that she, so she would have had to do that every day on oh, the yes. island. Yes. 
But again, the professor would have um, figured out, you know, a way to make a little thing out of bamboo to help her with that. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Everything the professor did. Uh, anyway, thanks for everyone who uh, enjoyed the Hi Gilligan's guys. Island retrospect. Who's this one from, Freedy? Uh, Danielle Hayashi. Uh, subject matter here is Costco. Hi, guys. Hi, guys. Last week, you spoke about Costco and their seemingly happy employees. In 2016, I had the honor of doing a three-month assignment with the United Way, and Costco was an employer we dealt with. When visiting their Scarborough location, which apparently was the busiest location in North America, I found out that they have competitions between the cashiers. They keep metrics on the cashiers to see who is the fastest and can process the most transitions. They also keep stats on the number of bubble chickens they sell wow she says be well and gourd bless daniel hayashi hundy p since the derringer episode so that's you know internal competitions and i guess i am assuming they're rewarded if you win them and maybe that's what keeps the levity at costco isn't that nice yeah <laughs> just, what? I'm all just <laughs> just laughing at the way you're reading everything today so, and maybe that's what keeps the levity at Costco hmm. I find all these I find these emails intriguing today Howard. you find everything so fascinating jam packed with, with information yeah, don't you jam pack this Oh, you're funny. You're a funny man. Uh, This is from uh, Jay. No, it's not. It's from the Baldwin sisters. They don't say hi, guys, but it's inferred. Hi, guys. You may have already seen it. Well, the last one I read didn't say hi, guys, either, but I put it in there so you wouldn't get mad at (laughs) me. This one says, you may have already seen this, but I thought... Oh, I know. I'm sorry. The subject line, the Constitution bars Trump from holding public office ever again. And and we had talked about this. They say you, uh, I thought you'd pass along as I found it interesting. They, uh, interesting and informative. I just intriguing. hope, intriguing, just hope mm-hmm. that the theory holds. And uh, this is, uh, I, I did, I, I, I had seen the, um, I'd seen the story on MSN. Actually, it might have been MSNBC. It doesn't matter. I saw it, and then they're referring, they're referring to this story about these scholars, these constitutional scholars that uh, were talking about the 14th Amendment, which basically says if you're trying to overthrow the government, you're not allowed to right. be part of the government again, which you'd think all these you know, right-wing patriots, you'd think, you'd think those patriots would be like, this guy tried to overthrow the government. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they uh, believe it was a government that needed overthrowing. So thanks, Baldwin sisters. Always, always a pleasure to hear from you, sweet, sweet human beings. Okay? Right on. Hi, guys. Mm-hmm. Hi, guys. Hi, Devotee Jennifer Kelly uh, writes about the magnetic hill. Hi, guys. Hi, guys. She says, right in your own backyard, Fred, there's a magnetic hill. Um, It's in Caledon. Uh, And she attaches an article from about 10 years ago. Uh, But I literally went to the magnetic hill over 30 years ago, she says, in Caledon, just up Highway 10 there. It's legit because we all drove standard back then. It's a true test. I grew up in Brampton, so that is how I know this. You know, these little tidbits about the area. Have fun, Howard, at... uh, 
at the one in New Brunswick, at the Magnetic Hill in Brunswick, if you go to that. And uh, maybe you can someday uh, compare it to the local one. She says, love you all, Jen. And the other day when I was uh, proposing that you go to the Magnetic Hill in New Brunswick, I was going to make that point because Fred Ball, sweet Freddie Ball, once took me to the Magnetic Hill in uh, well, Cal, and then and it's and just then, off. And then, I, and then what did he do to you? Did he do anything? Did he try something? <laughs> Took me into the woods. He take it. You want to see something go backwards? Yeah, like it's just off. Um, yeah, where Highway is it? Ten north of Kingside Rose, maybe north of um, Boston Mills. Whatever, up that way, not before Caledon. The town of Caledon. But it's pretty cool. He took me there, and it's that optical illusion. You know, he put the car in uh, neutral, and we were literally literally rolling up a hill. It's pretty cool. Um, well, I was right there yeah. at, uh, yesterday to drop and stand mm-hmm. off at Highway 10 and King. Right. Well, uh, not that that makes uh, any difference, but, you know, mm-hmm. you know, I think I don't know the exact reason it, but, you know, in, in that area, mm-hmm. for people who don't know, this area we're talking about, Caledon. You know, that area, uh, Highway 10 north of you, is also, mm-hmm. there's some escarpment effect, which is, I think, where it, gener- where, where it comes from. Right. Uh, because on our golf course, which is on the base of the escarpment, there's a few holes where you'll have an uphill putt, but because it's mm-hmm. going away from the escarpment, it actually rolls like it's going downhill. Oh, wow. So maybe... That stuff's neat. Yeah, it's very cool. So thanks very much from uh, Jennifer Kelly. As always, welcome addition to this program. Uh, This comes from Michael Elliott. His subject is hi, guys. And then yet he doesn't say hi, guys in the email. So I will take his hi, guys. Hi, guys. He simply says humble and Fred. Discovered your podcast a few months ago and love hearing you and Dan do your thing again. I'm a longtime CFNY listener dating back to the Pete and Geats broadcast from Brampton. How times have changed as I now listen on a portable Bluetooth speaker in a home office on my work from home days. Humble, that would be me. You probably don't remember me, but I led the Pepsi Foundation Charity Golf Tournament held at Lionhead for a couple of years. And I had you come out to be a guest speaker, help with the live auction and run a quick lesson on the driving range with Shelly Woolner. In the morning before the 36-hole shotgun start. It was a great day, and we raised $75,000 for our charity. Thanks for all you did that day, and glad to hear your game is still in good shape. You see there, I, I don't remember, but I do. You know, Actually, you know, it's funny. I do remember, Michael, uh, doing some stuff at Lionhead, and I mm. guess it must have been your event. Because mm. one year, they had me on this par three hole, and every group that came by... I would hit a shot, and then the group would hit a shot, and they had the option of taking mine. So mm-hmm. that and that was fun. Um, he says bowel movements good. So he's caught on. Resting heart rate sixty eight. All the best from Michael Elliott. Okay, thanks, Mike. Thank you, Matt. Thank you. Nice note. Nice note. Thanks, man. Appreciate. Mm-hmm. Oh, there it is. Sorry. All right, here we go. Uh, this, is this your last one? Yes. Okay. And um, this is this is this is this is double shot power, double shot power, because this is uh, again from Danielle Hayashi. Oh yeah, uh, great, great, uh, great contributor to the show. She has become, and uh, the subject is painkiller series. Hi guys. 
Oh, sorry. I, I jumped. <laughs> sorry. I jumped the gun there. Go ahead. I apologize. All of she writes, good morning, Humble and Fred. Good morning, Humble Hi, and Fred. <laughs> she said in uh, yesterday's episode, you were speaking about the painkiller series on Netflix. If you like this series, you should also check out Dope Sick. Mm-hmm. Uh, makes you feel dirty for what this company willingly did to people. Uh, so I don't know what company she's referring to, but she has put the attachment there for Dope Sick. Yeah, Purdue Pharmacy uh, is the company. And, uh, oh, they, is it? I started watching that last night. I watched mm-hmm. about 20 minutes of it with uh, Michael Keaton. And it's basically the same story as Painkiller. It's dramatically told, but mm-hmm. uh, from a different town's perspective. Yeah, it's very interesting. Danielle writes, Gord bless and enjoy your day. Thank you, Danielle. Um, You know, I gotta apologize for the people that wrote in and didn't get their email on it thinking, how come Danielle got two? Because I organized this last night and I think I just, I don't, I'd forgotten that I'd sent you because lots of people send us two emails. Oh no, and it's uh, great to be able to say double shot power. The shot power. Uh, well, this fellow, Randy Wood, this is one of his two emails this week. Hi, guys. Hi his guys. subject line, hi guys. a suggestion. Again, no hi, guys, but it's inferred. Hi, guys. Humble and Fred, we have a dislike slash hatred of Trump and love of dogs. And if you have time, you should check out the podcast Countdown with Keith, Ober- Keith Oberman. He loves dogs and investigates Trump and his minions and reports facts. I listen to him first thing every morning, and then I listen to your show. Uh, just a suggestion, says Randy Wood. Um, I have, I am aware of Keith's uh, podcast. I follow Keith on uh, Twitter. Mm-hmm. Keith is a, a big dog lover and often will post uh, dogs in the New York area that are about to be put down. Yeah. And uh, he's a great man. I would love to get Keith on this show. You know what the thing is about Keith is... He is very intelligent. He's very funny. Yes. He can be very political. And he's he's despised. Yes. By the right. Because he makes them look so silly. Yeah, yeah. Like he'll take something. You know, some of the ridiculous statements, be it Trump or Fox News or one of the congressmen that embarrass themselves all the time. And he just makes them look so foolish. He's hated. Yeah. And that's why we love him. Yeah. And I, if you look at the, mm-hmm. the comments on his stuff, too, sometimes you'll yeah. see some right wing people come in there and they just make themselves look stupider. <laughs> oh, uh, Randy Wood says, check this out, Fred. Resting heart rate 72 and wait for it. Bowel movements four per day. Yes, he says. That's correct. Well, that just tells me he's full of shit. <laughs> Showing off. <laughs> Uh, okay. Well, thank you very much. Uh, another email program. Hope you guys enjoy your Humble and Fred weekend. This show is brought to you by... Uh, Bodog, the Retirement Sherpa, the Chambers Plan... Boron1, evnet.ca, stretchlab.com, and our title sponsor, Palma Pasta. That's right, I said Palma Pasta. 38 years of delivering quality Italian food from fresh pasta to sauces and prepared to take home entrees. 
Uh, find out more and order online if you want at palmapasta.com. Palma Pasta, Italian tradition, simply delicious. Fred, have a great weekend. Oh, you too, Howard. Enjoy your trip out to the East Coast. Mm, yes. There's a destination a little up the road from the habitations in the towns we know. A place we saw the lights turn low. The jigsaw jazz in the get fresh flow. Pulling out jobs and jamboree handouts. Two turntables and a microphone. Bottles and cans that just clap your hands or just clap your hands. Where's that?